0: A very warm welcome to worship with Paisley St George's. If you haven't already said Happy New Year to the folks around you and you haven't been here last week then maybe you want to do that. of year as if you're constantly saying happy new year but that is what we wish everyone but hardly have we drawn breath on incarnation than we are back again in this holy place the angels have barely flown the shepherds are only now making their way back the wise ones have scarcely found another star to follow but the songs of the angels and prophets echo still of possible futures of new eras of confirmed belief we are here to worship god our creator our redeemer and our sustainer so let's worship god by standing if able to sing hymn number 112 god whose almighty word hymn 112 <laughs> Holy Three, the Glorious Trinity. Let's pray. Eternal One, you are wise beyond our understanding. You are hidden from our sight and yet revealed to us in all your creation. You are ancient and yet ever youthful. You are neither male nor female and yet we are made in your image. We gather here because you sent Jesus into the world reveal your love for us and to call us to follow in his way so together with our brothers and sisters around the world we meet together to show you our love in words and song in silence and speech we adore you living God and we want to know you more fully to discover more of your love and to offer ourselves in your service Gracious God, we are truly sorry that we have sometimes let you down. We have failed to speak or act in ways that are loving. Forgive us, Lord. In a moment of silence, we offer you our sins before you and seek your forgiveness. Having offered our sins before you, help us to accept that you promise to forgive us. Help us to commit to trying to do and be better people in the coming days. May your spirit guide us on our way. Give us ears to listen and guide our words and actions. So be it. Lord, hear us now as we pray in the words your son Jesus taught us. Praying our father. How are you? Good. Are you glad to be back at school? Yes. Some nods. A definite yes from one or two. I wonder who'd like to come and have a look at what's in the bag. Two of you between you then. What is it? A box of crayons. And to me, there's always been something special and exciting about a new box of crayons. We've all seen these crayons, haven't we? Do you like using crayons? hmm I do too. I like drawing sometimes. But these crayons, they're pointed, they're unbroken, they're unused. And so too is this new year. God forgives us every time we come to him to say we're sorry. So every day with him can be new. But it's good at this time of new year To think especially about a new and fresh beginning. And the beginning of the new year is a good time to do this. Did you make any resolutions? Did you make any new year resolutions that you might want to tell me about? Hayley. You're going to try and learn sign language. language? What a good thing to do! Fantastic. You can let us know maybe later on how you're doing, and maybe you could teach us, because it'd be good to learn to sign some things. I know one or two, but I can't always remember them. I'm not very good at it. So, you know, and I'm thinking this box of cranes. Whenever I open a new box of cranes, I think now, I'm not going to break any of these. Uh Ah, yep. I'm not going to lose any of these. Mm -hmm. I'll keep the paper unripped. You know, these are wrapped in paper. Uh I'll keep the paper unripped unless I need to tear it down carefully because I'm using the crane quite a lot. Well, when the New Year begins, we make promises about what we do with it. And as we said, they're called New Year's resolutions. Some people might say I'll always do my best to finish my homework. I'll clean my room before my mum yells at me! (laughs) But we can do even more with a new year. new box of crayons would give us all the material that we need to draw all sorts of interesting pictures. And it's much better fun with nice new crayons, isn't it? Than the wee broken down stumps that you sometimes end up with. Mm. In the same way, at the start of a new year, the new year can be the beginning of a new adventure, a chance to live and do and be more, a chance to dream up ways to help other people, a chance to grow and become a better Christian. So God is giving, not just you folks, God is giving us all a new year. What will we do with it? i leave that question with us. What are we going to do with this year, 2023? wow so we're going to sing we're going to sing from st george's praise we're going to sing thank you lord but we're going to sing it with an extra verse so we'll sing the first verse and then we'll sing an extra verse and we'll sing for an extra verse thank you lord for this new year it fits quite nicely so i hope we all remember that we're putting in this extra verse so st george's praise number 25 thank you lord for this new day we maybe got a wee bit mixed up in our order there, but never mind. God hears us anyway. Enjoy whatever you are doing out this morning. Have good fun. And now we turn to the intimations Firstly there will be a short meeting of the Kirk Session after worship on Sunday the 15th of January with the main purpose to officially attest our role of members. The session will meet in the Lesser Hall. Next Sunday is Communion as well so everyone should be here anyway. So that will be good to see folk again at that. Women's Aid have written to thank us for our gifts of Christmas presents and money. As we all can expect, this has been an extremely challenging time and they were overwhelmed by the support they receive and thank you for your kind generosity. As we look round the church, we can see our washing line is there with our gifts of warm woolly socks and hats and scarfs. And I think next Sunday is probably the last Sunday for that. And then these gifts will be passed on. And again, when we think of the cold weather, and we read of the statistics of the number of people who have been admitted to hospital suffering from hypothermia, then these gifts will be very, very welcome. And I thank you all for your hard work in producing these. So, Andy, that's got some wool and some knitting pins, you've still got a week. Connect Hub meets this Tuesday, 10th of January at the Outreach Centre from 1.30 to 3 p.m. Bible study also starts on Tuesday at 7pm at the Outreach Centre. Everyone is welcome at these, as indeed everyone is welcome at everything that happens within St George's. We have started a warm space. Warm space will be open every Thursday in the afternoon from 1pm in the lower hall. Hot drinks in a warm room. There are some leaflets sitting on the chancel, to remind us of two new projects that are starting next week. Digital skills for the confused on Tuesdays and cooking demonstrations, needlework, little ones under school age, all of that on Wednesdays. Now, this Wednesday, the 11th, no, yes, Wednesday, the 11th of January, there is an open session for both of these in the Outreach Centre from 10am so if you're interested leaflets are there or pop into the outreach centre at 10 o'clock on wednesday of this week to see and hear what is going on this is a tremendous opportunity for us to reach out to the community and to welcome them into our buildings Now, as I said earlier, next Sunday, we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Communion. The advice from the church is still that the elements should not be passed from one another. So we will once again use the fellowship cups, which will be available for you to take as you come into the sanctuary. But the Kirk session will be looking to see if we can serve communion in a different way in March. Last week, I intimated the death of one of our members, Moira Reid. Moira's funeral will take place at Woodside Crematorium on Thursday, the 12th of December, at 12:30 p.m. Please continue. Sorry, January. Don't know where the December came from. Thank you. Please continue to keep Moira's family in your prayers. But this morning, it is with sadness that I intimate the death of another of our members, Jim Reid. Jim's funeral will take place at Woodside Crematorium on Wednesday the 18th of January at 12.30pm, and I ask that you keep Jim's wife Maureen and all his family in your prayers. These are all our intimations. We turn now to a scripture reading which will be read for us by Barbara, a member of the choir and one of our elders.
1: Good morning. morning. This morning I'm reading from the New International Version of the Bible. The first reading is Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 to 9. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break and a smouldering wick he will not stuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged till he establishes justice on earth. In his law the islands will put their hope. This is what God the Lord says, He who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and all that comes out of it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. I the Lord have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles to open eyes that are blind to free captives from prison and to release from the dungeons those who sit in darkness I am the Lord that is my name I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols see the former things have taken place And new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. Amen. Thank you, Barbara. We
0: continue in our worship by singing hymn 530. One more step along the world, I go. Hymn 530. In thinking about a number of hypothetical choices. I'm going to give you an idea and I'm going to ask you to choose from one of the three people for each of the particular events or activities that are mentioned. Who do you think would be the most likely person in each case to be chosen? Suppose we were looking for a celebrity guest preacher. Who do you think you would choose? The Moderator of the General Assembly, at the moment the Right Reverend Ian Greenshields, the Archbishop of Canterbury, (coughs) Justin Welby, or the Vicar of Dibley, Don French. (laughs) What are your thoughts? I think your laugh says it all about the last one. (laughs) Okay, so hold that wee thought in your mind because I'm going to do this for a few more categories. Turn out, ladies, forgive me. Oh, no, that's not fair, because some of you do support football. I know that. Um, we're looking for a new Scotland football manager. Who would you choose? Michael Beale, current manager of Rangers, I believe. Or Stephen Robinson, current manager, I think, of St Mirren, if I've got that right. Or Mr. Blobby. <laughs> okay. Mr. Blobby, you think, Stephen? Stuart, even. I'm not doing well with names. <coughs> what about a guest pop singer? Louis Capaldi? Paolo Natini? Or Sean Batty? <laughs> <laughs> Paolo? Mm. The star for a new film? Martin Constant, David Tennant? Or Nicola Sturgeon? What about if we were opening a new church, would you want to invite the king, Paisley's provost, or your next door (laughs) neighbour? None (laughs) of them, okay. (laughs) Next prime minister? Oh, I know. Keir Stammer, Penny Mordaunt, or Rowan Atkinson? Mm-hmm. And then what about the world's strongest person? Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, or me? I <laughs> well may you laugh. <laughs> I think in each of these cases it's obvious who would have a chance of being chosen and who wouldn't. The first two names are plausible candidates, but the last name, in each case, the last name represents an unlikely choice to say the least especially the suggestion for the world's strongest person. But in some ways, these last names are no more unlikely than those whom Jesus chose to be his apostles or those whom he chose to identify with. Think about it. If you'd asked anyone in Judea before Jesus came who they would have expected the Messiah to work with, they would probably have said either important people, religious people, or good people. More than anyone, you would have expected the priests, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees to figure prominently in the Messiah's plan. But as we all know, that wasn't what happened. Instead, Jesus chose ordinary, everyday people, people like us, people like you and me, People with no special qualifications. People often with many apparent weaknesses. And he called those people to share in his work of establishing his kingdom. Sometimes we might feel, looking at our own lives, that Jesus is unable to use us. That there's too much wrong and too little right with us. We might sometimes equally feel the same about others that there's little in them to our eyes which God can take and use but we need always to remember that Jesus whom many saw himself as a surprising choice for saviour Jesus made the most surprising choices throughout his ministry and he revealed hidden depths in all kinds of people and surprising though it may seem God has a purpose for our lives too. So let's think about that as we step into 2023. A new beginning. A new chance to reflect on what God is calling each of us to do as an individual. And for us to do collectively as St George's Church. Lots for us to think about. And in the reading we're going to hear in a moment or two from Acts Paul reminds us that God well, God treats everyone on the same basis. So let's listen now to our two second our two other re- readings.
1: <coughs> the next reading is Acts chapter 10, 34 to 43. Then Peter began to speak I now realise how true it is that God does not show favouritism, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, telling the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened through Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him we are witnesses of everything he did in the country of Jews and in Jerusalem Jerusalem they killed him by hanging him on a tree but God raised him from the dead on the third day And caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commended us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge, judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testify about him That everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Amen. And the next reading is Matthew 3, chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, i need to be baptized by you and do you come to me jesus replied let it be so now it is proper proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness then john consented as soon as jesus was baptized he went up out of the water at that moment heaven was opened and he saw the spirit of god descending like a dove and lighting, lightning on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Amen, and may God add his blessing to his holy word.
0: Thank you, Barbara. We continue in our worship by singing hymn number 336, Christ is our light, hymn 336. Our Old Testament reading the prophet Isaiah talks of what is to come. The future. In the book of Acts Paul talks of what has happened, the past, and in the gospel we hear it as it happened. The gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Just two weeks ago we celebrated his birth, a tiny baby born to a young Unmarried girl born in the outbuildings of an inn far from home into a family supported by a carpenter, not what would be expected of a prince, the Messiah. Last week, we heard of the journey of the Magi and the warning the angel gave to Joseph. We heard of the flight in darkness of that small family into Egypt. To avoid the massacre of the infant boys. The massacre ordered by Herod who felt threatened by the birth of this baby born to be king. We know that Joseph, Mary and Jesus returned to live in Nazareth after the angel told them it was safe to do so. After that we hear very little of the boy Jesus. The only story of Jesus as a boy was his visit to the temple, showing us that he was brought up in a devout family which made every effort to bring Jesus up in the traditions of their faith and country. But we know nothing of what happened in the years between the age of 12 and about 30. Today we meet the adult Jesus for the first time and we meet Jesus at the Jordan we meet Jesus coming to his cousin John for baptism. and John must have been aware of the stories surrounding the birth of his cousin. Because we know what families are like. We all like to talk and to share stories. But John had spent his life in the desert until the day came when he appeared publicly to the people of Israel, preaching, turn away from your sins and be baptised. John knew too that someone is coming who is much greater than I am. And this is what we hear of today. Jesus coming to John at the River Jordan marks an important moment in the gospel. This is where it all really begins as we get a glimpse into the purposes of God and why Jesus came. It's noticeable that Jesus doesn't start out with all guns blazing, quite the reverse. For the Son of God begins his ministry with an act of submission, one that John was quite clearly not expecting, as his comment to Jesus shows. John said, I ought to be baptised by you, and yet you have come to me. Jesus, it would seem, needed to start his ministry with the right attitude. The right attitude? Submission to God's will. Without this, the mission of salvation could not have been accomplished. Now, submission is not a popular word today. It may often be confused with being a doormat, with letting others walk all over you. But that, that's the complete opposite of what Jesus was doing. Jesus submitted himself to God's will. And submission to God's will means knowing and doing what is good and right and true. Even when others laugh at you or think you're mad. Even when they oppose and intimidate you, perhaps even physically. And to have that submission to God's will requires great strength. Strength of character, strength of mind, strength of purpose. It requires strength and determination. Submission to God's will is not, as we so often sing, gentle Jesus, meek and mild. Remember, remember Jesus in the temple with the money changers? Remember him overturning the tables? That was not the actions of meek and mild. Jesus came, we are told, to fulfil all righteousness. Or perhaps a better translation of that might be to fulfil all justice. A justice that comes from the heart of God. For Jesus, Jesus is on the side of the weak. He's on the side of the helpless, the people at the margins and on the edges of society. Jesus is the servant, as described in the familiar words of this morning's Isaiah passage. Jesus, the servant, not the powerful ruler, the servant king, if you like. But Jesus is the unexpected choice, in the same way as we spoke of unexpected choices earlier. Jesus is not the Messiah that the Jews were expecting. He was so different. Jesus came to fulfil all justice. And fulfilling all justice or righteousness means doing things, not our way, it means doing things the way God wants them to be done. And Jesus, well, he must have known something of what God had planned. For surely Mary and Joseph would have talked to him of his birth of the visit from the Magi, of the flight into Egypt, for what child doesn't like to hear of their earliest days, the days before their memories began. And then when Jesus visited the temple, remember he remained there after his parents went home. And it seems to me as if Jesus then knew just who he was, for his response when his parents found him in the temple, his response was, why did you have to look for me didn't you know that i had to be in my father's house i had to be in my father's house that to me tells me that at that point jesus knew exactly who he was and jesus is committed to doing things the way god wants them to be done he has waited He's waited all these years until the time was right. And his commitment to doing things God's way, his submission is enacted in the ritual of his baptism by John. For Jesus, Jesus did not need to be baptised. He did not need to be washed clean. He did not need to be given a fresh start. For me... Jesus chose to be baptised to show solidarity with the human race. To show solidarity with us. For Jesus is fully human and fully divine. Jesus walked on this earth as a living, breathing, <coughs> sentient human being. So God cho- Jesus chose to be baptised to show his solidarity with us. But God's response to Jesus' baptism is also made clear, for when he was baptized Jesus saw the Spirit of God coming down like a dove, and he heard the words, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This short message must have spoken deep joy into Jesus' soul. For that confirmed who he was and what he was to do. He knew God was with him. He knew where he was going. His heart and his mind were in the right place. He was ready now, his time of waiting was over. And for us, well, our call is the same. We need the same attitude of humility and submission to the will of God. The same desire for justice that comes from the heart of God. And through the power of God's Holy Spirit within us we will have the same strength and determination to see it through as Jesus did. As I said when talking with the children, the start of a new year can be the beginning of a new adventure, a chance to live and do and be more, a chance to dream up ways to help other people, a chance to grow and become a better Christian. Something for us all to think about. What is God calling me to do today as an individual, as part of this congregation of Paisley St. George's, of part of his family, the church. What is God calling us to do today? So let's pray. We give thanks today that the Holy Spirit always shows up and her presence is as disruptive today as it was when Jesus was baptised by John. Baptised in the face of oppression and despair. Baptised in the grimness of life. For baptism always proclaims the love and the mystery of God and the presence of the unquenchable spirit. Whenever baptism is offered, at the beginning of life as a symbol of hope and promise, as a rite of passage building on family tradition, as a response to faith that has grown slowly and surely. At the bedside of a beautiful 93-year-old saint embarrassed to admit that she'd never been baptised. Or with parents anxious about their newborn's hold on life. Whether sprinkled, dunked, immersed, or with the gentlest whisper of a touch, always, 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 the Holy Spirit makes herself known as angels gather to sing a Gloria Declaring the wonders of God who calls us, who calls us, beloved. Thank you, Lord, that we are yours. And that you sent Jesus to live amongst us. To show us how to live and love. Help us to submit ourselves to your will. Help us to see your way for us. All this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our living, loving example. Amen. (coughs) We continue in our worship with hymn 354. O love, how deep, how broad, how high. Hymn number 354. choir sing the anthem, our offerings will be brought forward. now let's dedicate our offerings. Let's pray. Eternal God, life giver, gift giver, thank you for all that we are and all that we have received. We present ourselves as an offering in service of your kingdom. Take and use our money to cover the cost of running our church locally and nationally. May it support our mission and maintain our ministries. May it help your kingdom grow. Amen. And now we bring to God our prayers for others. Lord, our world can seem chaotic and out of control at times. But we trust in you and we come calmly before you with our prayers for people and places that need your help and healing touch. For prophets like Isaiah and John who live among us, we give you thanks. May we seek to become like them, noticing you at work in our world. For wise leaders who follow in your way, we give you thanks. May all leaders turn to you for wisdom and guidance and seek to serve everyone in their care. For parents who strive to protect and care for their children, we give you thanks. May every parent know your love and seek your guidance, listening to the wisdom of those around them. For children who live in loving homes and communities, we give you thanks. May all children feel your love and may they be protected. And cared for. For temples and church buildings where people can gather to worship together we give you thanks. May communities support and work together to ensure these buildings continue to serve their communities. We pray your blessing on the new ministries of warm spaces and of learning together in our buildings here at Cosyside and at the Outreach Centre. Lord, we hold before you all who are suffering physically, mentally, emotionally, and those who are mourning the death of a loved one. For people and situations known to us, we offer a silent prayer. Lord thank you for promising to listen and answer all our prayers help us Lord to see you in all people and to serve you each day building your kingdom here and now Lord hear us as we pray in the name of Jesus Christ amen (coughs) we close this morning's service of worship by singing hymn number 682 Go in grace and make disciples. Hymn number
1: 682.
0: if there are any of you that could perhaps help to deliver flowers this morning to the Fox Bar area, if you could see Sadie just at the end of service, that would be very much appreciated. Thank you. Our Ministry of Flowers, we appreciate the flowers in church on a Sunday, but let me tell you, the folks who receive these flowers afterwards so appreciate knowing that they come to them with the love of the church and that they have been in the sanctuary. So if you could help with that, that would be really great. Go now into the world. Your faith has been strengthened. Your wisdom has grown. Go now boldly. Proclaim the good news that the Redeemer has come for everyone. Go in love. Go in peace. Go in joy. And may the blessing of God, our Creator, Jesus, our Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit, our Guide, go with you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore.